I'm happy you're here. Check it out. Humboldt last week. My name is Miles Cochran. This podcast features highlights from Humboldt's last seven days of news when you want it. Quick way to catch up while you drive, while you exercise, while you're getting stuff done. Anytime. Truly appreciate you connecting at HumboldtLastWeek.com and through social media, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Thank you so much for spreading the word if you enjoy this. Support this week comes from Los Bagels. Since 1984, Los Bagels has been pleasing the world's taste buds with boiled and baked organic bagels. Cucumber, bacon scram, whatever your flavor, they have it for you. Or ship bagels to yourself or friends at losbagels.com. It's cool how you can ship them. Let's begin. More rainy, windy weather. It's almost like it's winter or something. Following up on the Carl's Jr. sign almost coming down along Broadway in Eureka last month, this time the wind was shredding the Motel 6 sign. Possibly a conspiracy by Wyndham Hotels. <laughs> My girlfriend told me I shouldn't do that joke. She was probably right. There's a, a potential new program in Eureka for rental inspections. They're trying to make it so all the places in the city are, you know, not rat-infested with appliances that actually work. Time Standard was told there are around 4,900 rental properties in Eureka, and this program would help crack down on property owners who don't keep their places well-maintained. But there's a cost... Landlords would have to fork over 100 bucks a year. Similar rental inspection programs have already gone into effect in other cities. Those for the program say it's going to raise property values. Those against it say it's not fair to punish good landlords for the bad behavior of others. The Eureka City Council has yet to decide to greenlight this rental inspection program. We'll see. Well, the elections office does not want somebody to use a fart joke in one of their informational booklets. With the 300-word limit for his argument on a parcel tax in Soham, Scotty McClure's statement against this tax reads, and I quote, Insert fart smell here. According to the journal, the elections office has to mail this booklet out by March 8th for the vote on May 2nd. The county is now trying to remove this smelly statement by court order. So now a judge will decide whether or not to let this one linger on March 6th. A married couple from Louisiana is facing charges related to hundreds of pounds of Humboldt marijuana and murders in two states. I saw on Redheaded Black Belt the guy's nickname is Hitler. These two were reportedly mailing Humboldt weed from the Bay Area to the Bayou State. Uh, No, his mugshot does not display the gross little mustache. They're facing 40 years. Well, a big old redwood tree fell north of Oric, and when it hit the ground, the thud was big enough to make USGS equipment read it like a 2.1 magnitude earthquake. Could say it was tremendous. Geologists told Loco the tree was around 15 feet in diameter and over 300 feet tall. So if a tree falls in the woods, at least a geologist is around to hear it. Just goes to show, according to the Richter scale, it's not the size of the tree, it's the... No, it's definitely the size of the tree. If you have any medications lying around that you don't want or need, there's now six pharmacies in Humboldt that'll take them off your hands. Way better idea than building that pill tablet dollhouse you've always been dreaming of. With high overdose rates in the county, though, the hope is this will reduce the amount of meds that can be abused. I'll post a link at HumboldtLastWeek.com that has a list of where you can ditch the drugs. Stolen pickup loaded with marijuana was found on fire along 36. Kim Kemp wrote, no word on if the firefighters felt any effects from the smoke. I don't know if you saw this. Roy's Club Italian restaurant is closing. Place with a pink neon sign in Old Town Eureka. It's been owned by the Fenucci family for almost a hundred years. Place has been a cigar shop, speakeasy, a tavern, then a restaurant. Just like the journal wrote, it marks the end of an era. They did a nice story on the history of the place.
Well, the county has this ordinance that they're hoping is going to encourage black market marijuana growers to go legal because paying some taxes might just be better than legal troubles. So far, there are around 2,300 permit applications for Grows in Humboldt. Loco noted that 75% of these applicants were already growing weed. Uh, Some people are conducting business using LLCs, which gives them a little more anonymity. Sohum is unsurprisingly the most popular spot for county operations, and it's going to take years for all these permits to be approved. Only 19 applicants have gone legit so far. And then finally, um, those that were worried about this aspect of things were right. Some out-of-area businesses are trying to get in on Humboldt weed. Hopefully that can be limited. Yeah, I guess we're going to see how the feds are going to treat states that have recreational weed too, huh? A homeless man is missing. Kim Kemp reported the last time his mom heard from him was when he was headed to McKinleyville. Austin Brown is 42, 5'8", 145 pounds. He's got long hair and a panther tattoo on his abdomen. So if you know where he is, please contact the sheriff's office. Also super tragic, I saw in the union that a HSU student was given a year in jail for vehicular manslaughter. This is after he ran over and killed a local music engineer. Driver was drunk at twice the legal limit when this collision happened by Wildberries and Arcata. Judge didn't even let him finish his semester at HSU before putting him behind bars. Somebody told Loco the victim was screaming for his life after being run over by the front tires of this van and was finally crushed under the rear tires. And look, I know that's brutal. But I think those details are important to know because the consequences are sometimes brutal for these things. And another reminder, don't drink and drive. And um, sending out positive thoughts to everybody involved in that. Eureka Police Chief Andy Mills decided to further address this heated issue where some local immigrants are living in fear of being deported or of their families being broken up by deportations. He started off by mentioning he has legal immigrants from Mexico and his family. Mills says while the Eureka Police Department will always work to fight crime, he will never direct officers to arrest people based on their race, religion, or national origin. But will Chief Mills agree with calls from some in the community to refuse to work with federal immigration agents? The answer is no. Here's his quote. If any federal agency calls for help, we will be there for them. Not communicating with them and sharing intelligence on very serious crime and terror issues is short-sighted and leaves Eureka vulnerable, end quote. In his statement, the chief stressed he couldn't imagine being in the shoes of someone who is afraid to report a rape, for instance, for fear of being deported. He wants immigrants to feel comfortable utilizing local law enforcement when they need to. Uh, The police chief finally noted he wanted to work with the migrant community to find common ground between fighting crime and dealing with an immigration system that needs fixing. I'll post a link to his full statement at HumboldtLastWeek.com. The sheriff's office responded to reports of men shooting guns at a group of kids in Lolita. Channel 3 later noted this may have been a pellet gun. Two guys allegedly ran from the police in their car at over 100 miles an hour after they were spotted in Eureka. They eventually took off on foot in King Salmon and were caught and arrested. Loco reported residents at a trailer park were asked to shelter in place, and the nearby PG&E plant was put on lockdown temporarily while this was happening. Craziness. One of the guys allegedly had drugs. Well, this one got a lot of attention. A punk band with a controversial name played a sold-out show at the Siren Song Tavern in Eureka. And because of their name, Eureka Police Chief Andy Mills called for a boycott of the venue. So what are they called? In 1982, the band was known as Millions of Dead Cops. They came up with that name in opposition to police brutality. Their album from that time was noted by Nirvana's Kurt Cobain as one of his favorites ever. 
But the next year, in 1983, they said the name Millions of Dead Cops was misunderstood, and they decided to change it with every tour, keeping the acronym MDC. While a number of sources still refer to the old name, this tour they're calling themselves Millions of Deceived Citizens. In response to all this, the band themselves spoke with the Time Standard. They said Chief Mills overreacted in calling for a boycott of the Siren Song. Their old name is not a call for cop killing, and all they do is use words to express political ideas. Their website says the band believes in animal rights, gay rights, transgender rights, pro-racial equality, and anti-capitalist convictions. In his post, the Eureka police chief was asked if calling for a boycott of a venue for legally hosting speech he doesn't agree with crosses the line. He responded, quote, They have the right to say whatever they want. I'll fight for that right. There are consequences for their speech. I won't patronize anyone who speaks like that. That, too, is my right. It's why I love this country. A local group called Humboldt Grassroots shared an anonymous open letter to Chief Mills. The writer pretty much said instead of worrying about this band name, the chief should worry about actual hate crimes being committed in his city. This person wrote that they've been the victim of four hate crimes in Humboldt since the election because of their brown skin. That many people don't trust law enforcement enough to report crimes. I'll read from the letter, quote, If you were just some angry citizen, I would hold nothing against you for your statements. But since you're the police chief, your word is law, as far as many people are concerned. Should local business owners be worried you'll call for a boycott against them for exercising their First Amendment rights as well? John Chiv is a local news blogger who is quick to support the Eureka Police Chief's decision, also calling for a boycott of the Siren Song Tavern over hosting the band Millions of Dead Cops. He told me after seeing a lot of the world, he believes Eureka is lucky to have a police department that does not differentiate between who they protect. He was not swayed by the band's explanation in the Time Standard, saying they cared more about crowd size than acknowledging who they offended. John Chiv said, quote, Siren Song showed disrespect for the Eureka Police Department and the public, as well as insensitivity to the fact that recently we read daily headlines about some cop being killed in the line of duty. Siren Song, in my opinion, by action, said fuck you to the cops. They chose to make money off a sensational name and band without considering who it may impact. It is my right as well as anyone else's to boycott them. A local citizen named Cody Dillon was also very publicly opinionated on the chief's post. Quote, While meth and heroin dealers, car thieves, rapists, and murderers run rampant, our police are launching a boycott of a small business that is merely providing a venue space for performance art. Free speech is more protected than the opinions of a cop. There is no crime here other than infringing on a person's right to have business. Shame on you, Andy. Why don't you investigate corruption and racial violence in your own department? I did reach out to the Siren Song Tavern. They told me so far the call for a boycott has not had much of an effect on business, but people that support them have been even more supportive lately. So what about you? Will you stop in there and have a beer? Will you boycott? Definitely make your opinion known. I posted a poll at HumboldtLastWeek.com. The question is, after the Siren Song Tavern in Eureka allowed the booking of a show featuring a band called Millions of Dead Cops, do you agree with the Eureka Police Chief's decision to call for a boycott of the venue? Again, you can weigh in on that at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Hey, I can't tell you how much I appreciate the fact that you've been listening and connecting, telling a friend, liking on social media. If you have any thoughts or comments, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm always happy to talk about the podcast. And thanks again to Los Bagels for sponsoring this episode. Looking forward to talking to you again next week. Bye. Humble. Last week.